Hey, dear listeners, just a gentle reminder that you can support the Indube Network by subscribing to the Indube Patreon at patreon.com slash Indube. But hold up, Sterling. I keep hearing about this website. What is Patreon? So glad you asked. Patreon is a membership platform where subscribers can pay, fund, or donate to creators for content. In other words, if you subscribe for a small monthly fee, you can get bonus podcasts, reviews, videos, and just awesome extra goodies from the Indube Network. So all that extra stuff we couldn't fit in this episode they're listening to right now will be on the Patreon? Exactly, and so much more. Oh, really? Well, where does my money go? Well, podcasts cost money. Microphones, conferencing software, and host websites aren't free. So every little bit that a patron chips in helps produce the content they already love and enjoy. And for your contributions, based on how much you give per month, will unlock more perks to be enjoyed that are created specifically for patrons. Okay, that sounds pretty good. So where do I go again? Patreon.com slash Indube. Browse around. Some posts are free. Most are a dollar. But you're free to do more and you will get more. And we at the Indube Network will certainly appreciate the help keeping the studio lights on. That's for sure. And thank you to the patrons that are already supporting and enjoying all that extra bonus content. Like that one video where you did that one thing you said you wouldn't, couldn't, and shouldn't do. Oh, I know. And I almost got killed to death trying to do it, but I did it and now it's done. That was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. Good times. FX presents the Indie Podcast with your host, T. Sterling Watson. Good morning, Indubians. I'm T. Sterling Watson. And I'm Courtney. This is the Indu Podcast for Morning Drive Time Meets Late Night Talk Show as we aim to entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense. Thank you for stopping by and pressing play. We're recording live from the south side of Wakanda in little new Indubia on the corner of Tachaka and MLK Drive. Cordy, how you doing? I am great. How are you doing? I am spectacular. And uh, Awesome. Yes, this is episode 142. I actually checked ahead of time. So I know because I'm always like, are we at uh, 340? Yeah, so I I checked. So (laughs) 142, kept track. There's no special significant number I can think of that goes along with 142 other than the number 42 being the answer to everything. Um, I think the question is a little bit longer. Or rather, no, we don't know what the question is. We just know what the answer is. And the answer is 42. 42, yeah. Yes. I mean, that's what I was going to say. But that was the answer. So Right, right. Yes, we're on it. And do you know what I'm referring to? I don't. <laughs> okay. That, I, I kind of had a feeling. I kind of had a feeling. But that's that's just a reference to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Ah. So yes. I've, heard the, I've heard it. I've heard that reference before. I just never knew where it came from. And I never really asked. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but that's good to know. Yeah. Right. Right. It is the answer to uh, everything, uh, like in just everything. And mm-hmm. what they did long, long ago is they built the supercomputer, and it took them like it took the computer like a billion years to figure out the answer to wow. life and everything. I forget exactly how the answer is actually phrased, mm-hmm. as in like the answer is, and then the answer actually is forty-two. But mm-hmm. they ended up having to um, create another computer to determine exactly what the question was because <laughs> that's important I feel like that's relevant it really is and that computer is the planet earth and just mm-hmm. as it was about to be calculated or, mm-hmm. or figure out what the question was the earth mm-hmm. was destroyed so, oh yikes and so that we begins were so close. we were so and close then we, okay got it so that pretty much begins the novel of hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy wow now I need to read this. I never knew that. Um, and now I need to I need to know what happens. I'm so invested now. And it, I feel like my literary journey isn't complete <laughs> until I read this book. Mm-hmm. Never seen the movie either. So I mean, this I'm would be the perfect time to show you the teaser trailer because and I think this goes back to a couple episodes ago when when I was asked or we were asked rather what are maybe our favorite, I think our favorite movie trailers. And mm-hmm. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy has one of my favorite teasers mm-hmm. because it starts out with showing the planet Earth and Louis Armstrong <laughs> playing. Uh, well, no, no, no. Let me let me set oh, it up for oh, you first. Okay, set it up for me. I'm so sorry. It, it it shows you planet Earth as it like backs away, like the sun is shining on it, and Louis oh, Armstrong is in the back uh, singing "Wonderful World." What a, what a wonderful I've world! Got yes. Yes. Yeah, and he's doing all that, and then all of a sudden, Earth does explode. Yes. Oh God. And in the middle of the explosion, all of a sudden it just freeze frames. And then it says, don't panic, which oh. happens to be the, um, the, I almost want to call it the tagline, but it's on the cover of the mm-hmm. actual Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Don't panic. Yeah. So wherever you are in the galaxy, it's basically telling you, don't panic. Just look at this guide and we will help you, you know? Wow. Kinda, I, then, yeah, I need to, but so. Do you know if the book starts that way where it's just like, hey, something crazy is happening. Don't panic. We got you. I I don't remember. I did read it. I read it once in college I, and it's actually five novels and I've mm-hmm. read maybe, oh, wow. I think, two or three of them. And it's, yeah. a, it's an easy read. It really is. So like, you know, was, uh, but then again, you are a uh, oh, man, I want to use a word that I'm not sure if it, I'm using it correctly it starts with a v like ferocious or ferocious i don't ferocious? know ferocious Fer- maybe ferocious you're a vibrant reader how about that <laughs> that'll work <laughs> yes um such a vibrant thing that's a different word it's v-i-v-r-n-t <laughs> i think you're and, looking for voracious voracious okay mm-hmm. you read a lot and you read you know <laughs> relatively quickly so i don't worry about you like if i recommend like this particular set of novels mm-hmm. you you pretty much breeze through them within i don't know a couple of weeks just i don't know casual reading my, my veracity has <laughs> slowed in recent years but I would, thank I would, you for the compliment i mean i see you it maybe maybe you're not doing it now but like in a couple of years from now you'd be on dr strange level of reading where you'd just be asleep just flipping through pages <laughs> And the astral plane. I'd love so. to astral project and do such things. I would love it. Mm-hmm, actually, mm-hmm. 
but I do recommend that in the meantime, I think what I'll do, I'll have to put like a note so I can remind myself to send you that teaser trailer because like it is up there for me for like, it, it does the job in getting you hype for Mm -hmm. the movie, especially if Mm -hmm. you know the book. Mm-hmm. And I think it was one of the few times that I actually read the book before I saw the movie. So, or I knew the movie was coming. So I was like, okay, let me read this book. And then, I mean, I liked the movie. I don't know how other people felt about the movie, but I liked it. I thought it was good. And a key thing to note, I'm just letting other people know this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also letting you know that uh, Douglas Adams, who is the author that wrote the book, Mm-hmm. And he kind of shepherded. There was a radio show at one point, uh, or a radio drama, or actually it was a comedy, whatever. And uh, even a TV show. Each of them, including the movie, he, he mm-hmm. had already passed away by the time the movie came out. But like each of them has like little differences here and there, so it's not meant to be oh. directly like the novel. And that's mm-hmm. the way he wanted it. So, nice, I love it. So those of you who are like those purists, like it's not like the novel, and like yeah, it's, that's the point. So it's not supposed yeah. to be like enough of the, the same beats are there. Like the planet still explodes. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. We still meet the same cast of characters and they're still going mm-hmm. on these crazy adventures. So most of that's still there, but um, they never came out with the sequel and I was a little, you know, bummed by, it, but I understand it didn't make as much money as probably they hoped, but uh, mm. still it's a good journey. It's one of those movies that if it's on, even though I'm, I'm not really, yeah, I'm not really in that that uh, world anymore. Now mm-hmm. that you know, I've cut the cable. Uh, yep. I'm not flipping through channels, but back in those days, in cable days, if mm-hmm. it were on, I would watch it. Gotcha. Well, every time I think of um, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, the movie, for some reason, I always conflate that movie with uh, what is it, Mars Attacks. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I don't I can, know why. There's there's uh, a campiness there. So I maybe think that's what it that is. might be it. It's, yeah. It's gotta be the camp or the cheese or something. But there are squishy aliens time, involved in yes. both. Yes. Oh, and both. Okay. Well, that's gotta be it. Because I always see the aliens from um is it when Mars attacks or just Mars attacks? I don't know. I think it's just Mars attacks, or rather Mars attacks, because there's a yeah. point, so you need to stress it. Well, regardless. Um, it is always, I always conflate the two and it, I don't, it just, so I I never really know which one anyone is ever talking about. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Also Mars Attacks is directed by Tim Burton and, um, it's got, uh, it doesn't have that. I'm pretty sure it does. That's those are spaceships flying around, but then again, there are spaceships flying around in Hitchhiker's Guide. Mars Attacks is also an older movie. Maybe, I don't know, five, six, ten years. So <laughs> it's a big, it's a big dump. <laughs> yeah, it's. It, I mean, it's significantly older because I remember like where I was and like I was still a kid and like some of it was still like, I mean, um, Jack Nicholson was still acting because he was in it, and uh, it's it's much more earthbound than mm-hmm. Hitchhikers is. So there's mm-hmm. there's there's pretty big significant differences. So mm-hmm. okay. Good to know. I'll have to check out both of them at some point simply because I don't know, they're classics and I need to be part of the cheese in the in the camp. Right. I, I would strongly recommend them. Like if if it's something you need to uh, like a, some escapism or you need a, a bit of a detox or there's just full of drama because they're both of them are very colorful films. And I would 
definitely recommend them if you just need something light and kind of breezy. And I say that a little like even though both of them have the world in peril, <laughs> so to speak. Um, I'm trying not to really spoil it, but there's just a whole lot that happens. And, and I know there's rules about movies that are like older than 10 years that mm-hmm. like if, if it's that old and I can I'm at liberty to spoil it. But because I'm talking to you, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to keep that, you know, alive and, and open. So, OK, I'll take it. So which one would you suggest starting with uh, Galaxy or Mars? Um, I would say Galaxy because okay. that one is a bit lighter, even though there's a lot more that happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, from my childhood memory of seeing Mars Attacks, that one it, it is a bit more mature, and that's also based on like the ratings because Galaxy is rated PG and Mars is rated PG 13. That's and what I even, thought. I thought, yeah, yeah, and even then, like, I, I was like. Huh. Okay. I wasn't expecting that to happen, even though a lot of it was played for, for laughs. And and I think if I were to watch it now, I probably would get a lot more jokes out of it now because at the time, you know, I was a kid. So I'm like, mm, I don't get it. And there's too much uh, uh, silly violence going on here because I mean, remember aliens being blown up and people being evaporated and well, they're, they're now, now they're dead, but there wasn't so much <laughs> killing and whatnot in galaxy, but Still peril, but you know, not not as bad. Still escapism. Both of them are escapism. So, sure. And then in the nineties, it was such a time back then. Yeah, what a time to be alive and to be I, young. I know, I know, <laughs> young and and vibrant and ferocious and all those good things. <laughs> all of those things. All of those things. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I have um, news. I am a. I want to say. I guess I'm officially vaccinated, even though I don't think that really comes into effect until maybe another two weeks from now. But I did get the shot. And as of like an Woo-hoo! hour ago. Yes, Yay! thank you. Thank you. You're awesome. You're I awesome. I, I don't want to awesome. do too much bragging. I did come across a word like, oh, I don't want to be associated with a a vax hole. So I don't necessarily want a to what? do a vax hole. Vax hole? What is that? Someone who has been vaccinated and goes around bragging about that they've been vaccinated. Oh, okay. Well, I shouldn't. Okay. I I mean, it's okay. We're 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 in like we're 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 family, all of us. You, dear listener, and you know, (laughs) Courtney. Like we're we're in a close. We're in a safe space. So this is a safe space. Did you know that I got my vaccination, my first dose, the other day as well? Did I tell you Uh, about that? You did, and I'm congratulating you again. Very well done. You're, you're halfway there, so boot. Yes. Well, and I feel, I did, you know, I, I will tell you, I did have some reservations and I'm still just kind of like, you know, praying God is, you know, covering me, but mm-hmm. it just makes more, uh, and not because I'm anti-vax or anything like that. I do believe in vaccinations, but I just had some concerns about this, but decided, you know, I wanted to do the most responsible thing for myself, for my family, for the, those that I'm around. Right. And honestly, these the experience or side effects that COVID might bring is not something that I wanted to risk for myself or for others. So, you know, I went ahead and got it. And, you know, I'm for, for sure going to um, 
be where I need to be at the time I need to be to get the second dose and uh, we'll be, we'll be good to go. So I commend you also for taking that step for health and safety for you and yours. It's, it's going to be worth it now and, you know, in the near future. So go you. And you as well. And uh, thank you very much. And um, yeah, we'll be safe. So that means we get perks to other people that because there are people that are choosing not to get vaccinated. And uh, again, that's their choice. But it's better if you Mm -hmm. do because that way you get Mm -hmm. to go out and do things and not be like Squidward and watch uh, SpongeBob and uh, (laughs) Patrick running out and you looking out through the blinds looking sad. Exactly. You want to rejoin the world safely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, we'll still be on our hazmat suits, but you know, still. obviously, yeah, right. with masks and everything. Please, right? Exactly. But at least we'll be safe with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Because Courtney, I love you, but I don't want to share the air with you just yet. Just, just out of safety, just out of precaution. Even though we're both. No, I get it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I will be in full. Most well, I'll be in full precaution for the foreseeable future. Mm-hmm. This is uh, nothing. Not much will change, if anything. Right. I think my sister and I will celebrate accordingly. We have tentative plans. We haven't made them concrete yet, but we are going to go Mm -hmm. see. um, I need to get the title right. I read and write it down. This is totally off the cuff, but I think Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus Kong. I can't remember which one because that that there is a difference. And um, the difference being, I don't know, 40 years. But either way, we're going to go see that movie because... That is a movie. Hold on. I don't know if my microphone will pick up me tapping on the desk, but that is a movie that needs to be seen on a big screen. <laughs> we definitely heard the tap. So Okay. Okay, good. good I, needed, I, I needed that to be <laughs> emphasized because if you're going to watch yes. uh, like a movie with giant like kaiju robots, mm-hmm. monsters, mm-hmm. You, you need the big screen. All of them. Agreed. So all I the Pacific Rims, I had to see those on the big screen. Um, mm-hmm. All the Godzillas, like I, I think I may even told the story about how I went to go see the last Godzilla movie in the theater, but I went with the wrong person because they were like, "This is so unrealistic," and I'm like, um, "What? How ex- dare you?" Excuse me, madam. I was going to call her Karen, <laughs> but she's not a Karen. She's just, she's just misguided. She's worthy Mis- of a madam, though. That's for sure. I mean, we're friendly. There are times I know I know there are times, you know, you judge my judgment when like, are you sure like this is someone you want to call a friend? But they're they're they, they were testing those limits that day, that day. And, and for sure. And then I even told like a mutual friend of ours and like, yeah, you should have just brought me. And I'm like, I guess. But <laughs> you, you were busy. And like, I mean, we all hang out and yeah, I, I, yeah I'm still a little bitter <laughs> about it because. I, I went would be. The, I went with the wrong person, like someone who really would have enjoyed it with me. And then, and then we left the theater. And then she's like, "Yeah, I, I wasn't into it. It wasn't realistic." I'm like, "It's Godzilla fighting a three-headed beast. There was lightning and and just and well, atomic breath." You know, I, God, <laughs> but Godzilla is not for everyone. Just like Superman v Batman <laughs> is not for everyone, Sterling. True, true. I mean, and we're not going to, you know, harp on your favorite movie too much, even though tis the season because it is uh, the Snyder cut of the Justice League film, a whopping 17 oh. hours. So you can, you know, strap Excuse in. Excuse me? 
Are you serious? <laughs> no, it's it's only oh. four days. <laughs> that's all. That's like more than seventeen hours. Four four hours. Four hours. Ugh. Is that better? Um, no, it's not. Did you hear? What, did you hear what you? Is that? Better? I know. I went up it's and then I went higher and Come then I on. went lower to to the <sighs> actual. It's Jeez. four hours. Is it really? It seriously, it is four hours. Yes. Oh my god, it's too long. First of all, they can cut it in half, and it would be too long. They could cut it in fours, and it would be too long. Okay. The fact that you mentioned that—that that is true. They did break it up in parts, but they are releasing it all as one. So, like, there will be like, I think six parts, but like, it's still you know one cohesive movie. So, if you do need to take a pause for a day. Why would you do that? And I'm pretty sure most people are going to be sitting there like, I'm ready. Like, I got my diaper on and let's do this. Uh, okay, maybe that might not be that bad. I wouldn't do that. <laughs> that I would only reserve if they decided to do like the um, the Russo cut of Avengers Endgame. So, yes, I would sit for 17 days for that one. Um, so, but also, what do you mean they broke it up into parts? Like, how is this being released? Is it not going to be released in the theater? Or what's I think happening? I think it's still going to be released in theaters. But as in parts, like, uh, if you've seen a Quentin Tarantino film, they do mm-hmm. sometimes have those, like, subtitles or, mm-hmm. or cards that come oh. in to say, like, chapter one. Mm-hmm. Or, and I'm pretty sure it'll be linear. I don't know if they will. Zack Snyder could do what he wants and be like, chapter three, now we're going to go to chapter one. And then, ch- ch- yeah, I don't think he's going to do all that, but... We'll we'll see. I have been hearing good things based on like reviews that have been going out. Just kind of glancing at the headlines, like it's better than the Joss Whedon version that came out what twenty seventeen, I think. I already forgot what year it was. So you know, have that to look forward to. I suppose the thing I was most excited about, and it is confirmed that we will see it. Now I'm not as deep into dc lore as i am to marvel but i do know enough about dark side the main baddie that we're going to see yes okay do you know about dark side i do i do a little bit a little bit a little bit a little bit not a whole lot we'll we'll take that his favorite attack move or not his favorite attack move my favorite attack move that he uses is called omega beams okay that's basically just you, you can think of Superman using his heat vision and he's got like the heat beams that come out of his eyes. Mm-hmm, Darkseid mm-hmm. has the same thing, except his don't necessarily need to go in a straight line. He can like zigzag and go around corners with oh, his if he wants to. He's fancy with his, huh? He's fancy and he's deadly. <laughs> and uh, he's here and he's going to, I don't know, take your planet, but not in the fun way, like uh, almost like Guardians of the Galaxy. Hitchhiker's Guides of the Galaxy. So... <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm interested in seeing that. So we shall uh, we shall see. And I'm not exactly sure when I'll be able to watch it in full unless like because I mean, it comes out Thursday and I'm pretty sure because it, it always tends to happen. Like, do you people like I'm, I'm just talking about people online that once something hits, they're there watching it. And Friday is just I have to avoid Twitter because people just talking mm-hmm. about everything. Like, do you guys not work or, or have like any decency? But I'll keep it. That's calm. that's it right there. They just don't have the decency. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, again, a little better. Let me let me break it down. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. 
None of this, by the way, is on my notes for what I wanted to talk <laughs> about, other than the COVID thing, the vaccine. So I'm happy about mm -hmm. that. Um, Grammys happened. I did not watch. Uh, but what? Just, Isn't that I, your thing or is I Oscars do like, more your thing? Oscars more my thing, which we will discuss briefly, briefly. Uh, Grammys okay. I didn't watch, but I was hearing things the next day and then seeing clips and who won, who didn't mm -hmm. win. Mm -hmm. And I guess we should just congratulate Beyonce for being four Grammys away from having her own one of a kind chess set. So, <laughs> so she good has one, a, one. a whopping 28 Grammys. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, congratulations to all the winners. I don't know all of them. I just know a handful. Just a good job. Hand claps. All How around. do you feel about Beyonce's um, win with Meg or Megan the Stallion? Like not about the win itself, but I guess her reaction to the win. What are your thoughts about that? If um, I don't, I'm not really aware of how she reacted. I didn't like, I think she was, she was there, right? Like, oh, wait, wait, wait. I know she was there, but I don't yes, know she if was she there. said anything. I like what she I actually don't know. I know that Meg, she, she had, or she, I guess, allowed um, Meg to talk first. And I don't know that she said anything. If, if she did, it was pretty brief and, and not really a lot. But I don't know. I guess I've just been seeing the screenshots of it and or even the short videos of it. And she's just kind of unimpressed. <laughs> and she's just <laughs> kind of there. And it's like she's just kind of a backdrop for Meg, which is interesting because it's like Beyonce. I think I can kind of get that or understand that from Beyonce's perspective or her point of view because she hadn't really been at the Grammys for a number of years and her or Jay-Z and I'm not sure exactly why that is I don't know if it was a protest thing it, or maybe it's, just, maybe it's just not their thing like hey I'm Beyonce I don't have to be here but she was there and what was funny is I heard um, some other podcasters basically saying that she was only there to pick up a blues award because she won a, a Grammy for I think oh no she won a Grammy for um uh that song uh Brown Skin Girl for being on that song so she was yeah I heard about that like are, like she really actually won a real Grammy yes Grammys are Blue Ivy Grammy. No, has no, a I'm, Grammy I'm, no I'm telling you this is my reaction oh and okay. I was just like wait a second the Grammys aren't real this is <laughs> this is proof that all of this crap is made up and it, it doesn't matter because <laughs> she literally listen blue ivy is going to run the world i understand that mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. grammy winner what? huh well she's starting her <laughs> egot list now basically mm. so okay next right. you know is either tv movies tony whatever she wants just do what you want so Congratulations to them all. Congratulations to Meg Thee Stallion. Everybody, 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 everywhere. So Grammys happen. Uh, then the next day we get the Oscar nominations. And what I also found funny was there, I think I heard a couple of people saying like, I don't know what to be mad about because it was actually a pretty well-rounded list. Yes, there were some snubs, some people that I was looking for to be nominated, such as Regina the King being nominated for best director Regina, the king the king yes i'm so sorry i didn't mm -hmm. pronounce it correctly and <laughs> you need uh, to like emphasize it more is all i'm saying regina the king the king the yes. king yes she 
uh, was not nominated for One Night in Miami. So that is a huge misstep. However, I feel it's not too terrible because there are a number of women that were directed or women directors that were nominated. So kudos to them. And um, also Delroy Lindo not being nominated for his role in The Five Bloods, which is a movie I, I that does kind of stick with me. And it's weird that I, it's weird how I'm putting this. I sometimes forget that I saw it. But when I remember I've, I've seen it, it just brings back all the feelings that I had when I watched it. Mm-hmm. So it, it does okay. stick with you. Like if you just watch it, then, yeah, it's going to stick with mm-hmm. you. But after mm-hmm. time, it goes away. But. Yeah, and and his role in that movie, like it's like, oh yeah, definitely at least an Oscar nomination. And the fact that he wasn't, I'm like, oh, now I'm a little sad because like that was that was a great performance, like great, great performance. Yeah, I'm not into war movies at all, but I mean, yeah, this was good, and it was also again one of Chadwick Boseman's last roles, one of them, but he was nominated Mm. indeed for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. So mm-hmm. I, I feel there are people already predicting that he'll he'll just go ahead and win that one because that tends to happen with someone who's passed away. But I mean, not only that, but the, it was really good and he deserves a, a win and not just for that role, but like for many other roles that he's played, especially. And I will never like let it go, but get on up when he played James Brown, like not even played him. He embodied James Brown like he was him for he that him. for that time. Mm-hmm. Like you couldn't tell me anything else. Like, no, nope, that's, that's James Brown. So, but yeah, um, I'll have more thoughts on that on a future episode, but, but I want to turn it to the listeners real quick, real quick, dear listener, dear Indubian, Um, Do you want like a special Oscars episode? Like I've done in the past where, where we kind of just analyze and make our predictions. Let, 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 let me know. You can email me at indupod at gmail.com or, or, you know, tweet me at Indube. And if you are on Facebook, then one day I will make my return. I think I told you before I hadn't been on Facebook or even checked my notifications since maybe February. And here we are at the Ides of March. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. So I, I don't want to recommend you contact me through Facebook. But uh, yeah, um, let me know if that's something that you... Would you want that? Would would you want to hear that? Let me know. Let me know. So that's Oscars. Um, mm-hmm. I do have a work update, and I want to tread Ooh. a little lightly about this because I because I remember a few episodes ago we had talked with Vilissa, uh, good uh, friend and fellow Indubian, mm-hmm. about a. Mm-hmm. I don't want to necessarily call them a coworker per se, but someone who was in the building who I wasn't sure if they were an alien or a ghost or um, they, cause they would just look at me, but never respond to me. But we, we've exchanged words since then. So I'm, I'm, I'm fine in saying that they're real and you know, it's, it's all good. And then I may have mentioned then, but I'm mentioning it now, but there is someone else at work who I run into often or see often enough. And I do know that I have coworkers that listen to the podcast, so I, I won't go too deep into unless maybe they know them, but there's a painter that works there. And I wasn't sure if I was also being like hated, like just personally, I wasn't sure if it was it. And it, 
it feels even weird to say like, is it a race thing? Is it because I'm black? Is that why? Oh, mm-hmm. but apparently it may not be that because I've seen mm. this person talk to many of the rainbow at work. <laughs> okay. Just does not talk to me. Mm-hmm. And we, so it could be personal. It could be personal. And I'm wondering if at, if at any point, maybe he might've saw me touch a wall that he just painted or maybe bumped mm. into it with a cart and scratched the paint. Mm. Cause I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I did. Cause there's, there's been times where we've been alone, like face to face and I'll say good morning. And then nothing just dead. Just silence. So silence. we, no, so you've a visual that acknowledgement. Yeah. So you ruled out that he's maybe deaf or hard of hearing because you've seen out, him yes. talk seen with him other people. Talk, okay. have full fledged conversations with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Other men, other women, other colors, mm-hmm. uh, animals, probably. <laughs> I don't know. But um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I haven't seen any plants. So I don't know if he's like, you know, plantist. Like a plant so. whisperer. Right. But then again, I'm not a plant. Mm-hmm. So I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. So that wouldn't can... really apply to you. Not at all. No. So, I mean, if mm-hmm. I had some green yeah. leaves sticking out of me, then maybe that'd be a little different. Like, I don't want to talk to him. He's <laughs> he's a plant. So, but yeah, I don't, I don't hmm. know. So I'm just putting it out there so i i feel maybe i have wronged this painter at some point in my life and and he's like i remember you i hate you so i'm sorry painter i don't know what i did but and and it's weird too because i don't necessarily care to talk to people when i'm at work unless i already know them mm-hmm. like i'm just yeah. trying to go about my day and, and i'm fine right yeah you're there for a paycheck right right but it's it's part of just that common decency of like you know, just saying good morning because I'm acknowledging you because we're sharing this mm-hmm. this space here. Space. Right. Mm-hmm. So it just feels rude for me not to say good morning or hello mm-hmm. or whatever. Or just a simple nod. But yeah, I just wanted to put that out there and and apologize, I guess, for I know not what I did, but here I am holding an olive branch. Unless that's something offensive. And you know, because <laughs> well, if you don't like plants, so <sighs> I got that off my chest. I'm good. I'm good. I do have another. I another, hope, I hope hmm? it resolves though. That kind of stinks to have a thing happen and you're just like, I don't know what I did. What did I do? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with me? Ah! And then not have any kind of resolution, you know? I, I know. I know. And I, I, it's not a thing where I need to be loved. I mean, I would like that would be mm. nice, but I just, <laughs> just want to make sure like, hey, we, we good? Like, we, we good? But <laughs> so, yeah. Another thing to address, I was um, having a conversation earlier on Twitter with, uh, and pull up, I'm going to give her a shout out, Rabia, I believe. This is my first time actually saying her name out loud, but at mm-hmm. uh, Fairly Literary, I th- you may have followed her too, I don't know. But she was asking about uh, mukbang. Are you familiar with, with that? I'm not. What is that? Let me try to pull up a definition. Um, nope. I'll go into a story first. So I had no idea what mukbang <laughs> yes, was until <laughs> until mm-hmm. a couple years ago. Uh, there was someone who mm, I'll say I was friendly with at the time. And we were basically peers just hanging out. Um, and she knew that I do video stuff. She knows or new new whatever 
she knew that I did video stuff and she was interested in doing a mukbang and she asked me to help her with it. And I got really, really, <laughs> really nervous because I'm like, I don't know what that is and why you want me to record whatever that is. It does not sound like something that I should be doing in this Christian household. So um, she later does uh, explain what it is. And she's like, yeah, mukbang is basically when people like to watch someone eat and i'm still like okay um, yeah okay more specifically and now i think i'll actually pull up the definition here because i never really looked up the definition like i know what it is now but um it's something that's really popular in south korea so that's the first thing but it's a video especially one that is live streamed that features a person eating a large quantity of food uh, mm-hmm and addressing the audience. So it does serve a purpose because there are people, and I, I'm pretty sure it may have gotten a little bit more popular, especially in the last year for people who are socially distancing or quarantining. And it kind of provides that that feeling like you're eating with someone, mm-hmm. but it still just feels very weird because you're just eating and usually it's just a whole bunch of food too. It's not just you getting a bowl of soup and then you're eating the soup while you're talking to the mm-hmm. camera. Just mm-hmm. It's usually like you go to, I don't know, KFC and you order everything on the menu and then you come home and have it all displayed on the table and you start eating it while you're talking to, I don't know, the camera or whoever is on the other side of it watching you. And mm-hmm. wow. yeah, I, when I first heard this, I'm like, um, I'm not interested in this at all. And I don't think that this is real, not, not even real, but just something anyone would really want to see. Mm-hmm. But I, I will admit I was a bit wrong because I didn't realize this was an actual thing. And it's, you know, like I said, it's popular in South Korea. I don't quite know if it's a bigger audience here in America, but I mm-hmm. also still don't really care. <laughs> but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was asked about it. And then they asked, well, you know, because you're a foodie, is that something that you'd be into? And I'm like, mm, I like food or I love food. I love talking about food and I love eating food, but I don't necessarily want to do all of that at once while on camera, like people watching me eat food. <laughs> right, right. Nor do I, nor do I want to watch people eat food. So those things are kind of weird. However, and this was the big caveat and something that both of us did agree on. I will happily eat food and do a whole mukbang thing on camera for, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit of money. Like if you want to, if you want to pay me to watch, if you want to pay me to watch me eat food and to, talk to you, mm-hmm. I will do Absolutely. that. Right. Yeah. But that's a dear, Call new me up. dear, dear listener <laughs> <laughs> or possible viewer. If that's something that you want to see and, and you know, want me to do, then then sure. I mean, I have a whole Patreon that's just waiting for content that is like on demand, something that you want to see. So if you that's something mm-hmm. that you want, then come on over, like Patreon. And I'll make that maybe like a $5 thing or something. So, mm-hmm. or, you know, something sp- sp- specific just for you. Like I'll even say your name. So email Ooh. me indupod at gmail.com and I'll make a mukbang video just for you. And hopefully it's food that I actually like eating because I'll, I'll probably pick the food and probably just get a whole bunch of chicken wings or something. I don't know. So yeah, that's, that's mukbang uh, and me or rather my aversion to it. 
Like this is so, mm-hmm. still so mm-hmm. weird. <laughs> it's a little interesting, um, but okay. Thank you for that. Thank you for that breakdown. Also, the movie is Godzilla versus Kong. Okay. Godzilla is first. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And there's already been so many predictions and I agree with the predictions of like, who's the winner and the mm-hmm. winner mm-hmm. would be what neither of them, neither of them. Oh, okay. Okay. Why, why neither? I like, I didn't expect that to be honest. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm glad you asked. I, and it's funny because I I've watched <laughs> another video that confirmed this same kind of theory. I'll put it that way. Cause film theorist was the first one that, that okay. I watched that said it. And then I watched something else Obviously, yes. in regards to Thor versus Hulk. And each time mm-hmm. they fought in the comics, it was always a draw. And it goes back to corporate reasons because you can't have these mm-hmm. two big mega hits ever fail mm-hmm. like against, you know, their counterpart because mm-hmm. that'll make the other comic like not so great. I'm like you lost to Thor. How dare you? Ah, uh, gotcha. So same thing with these movies here with these franchises, you can't have Kong fail and then his franchise be over and you can't have Godzilla fail, fail and his franchise be over. So, but wouldn't you, can I make the argument that Godzilla's franchise right now is a little bit um, stronger? I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong, cause I'm so not into these movies and <laughs> like, I, like I'm happy for you. Like I love it for you if you're you are because there's a bunch of stuff out. But I, it's just not me. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's more Godzilla content out there right now than than King Kong. Am I wrong? In recent years, am I wrong about that? So. In recent years, you would be correct because in this okay. this universe that that they're building, there mm-hmm. are two Godzilla films and one Kong film. And then this, okay. this would make the third uh, mm-hmm. Godzilla film and, and then the second Kong film, even though Kong kind of had a shout out in the last Godzilla film. So I don't know that that counts, though. It doesn't count. No, like, it doesn't. Yeah, it's got to. I feel like it has to be featuring the mythical creature, which I don't know that these count as mythical creatures, but let's just roll with me. Um, that like it has to be feature featuring them and they have to, like especially if it's in the title I mean that's mm. kind of obvious mm-hmm. um, and it has to like prominently have a huge prominent fight at the end between the big bad and our our favorite mythical creature whether that's Kong or Godzilla right yeah I would agree with that and and that that is definitely okay. the the case and mm-hmm. I also would say that there are more Godzilla films than there are Kong films. Yes, so there's that's also, what I feel too. Yeah. yeah, I mean the latest King. Let's see. Okay, the latest King Kong film I can remember is the one with Jack Black and uh, Naomi. I think Naomi Watts and uh, what's his correct. name, Adrian Brody, maybe. That's the last one that I can remember. That's definitely the last one I saw <laughs> mm-hmm. because I really actually loved the movie and it just I just really liked it. Um, but um, it's been it's been you know since then since I've seen a movie from either one. But I just feel like I, I see Godzilla's name appear a lot more often. Yeah, you do because there are more movies and Japan is still making Godzilla movies mm-hmm. and there's one where like they don't, is, they don't want him to destroy it again i mean come on i would too i mean i don't i don't know the details of how the 99 godzilla i'm meaning 1999 
that which mm-hmm. which they don't even call Godzilla anymore. They just call it Zilla because they're like, yeah, you're not a real Godzilla at all. So oh there's a whole gosh. there's a whole controversy. Uh, controversy. How do they say it in, in English? Controversy. I don't remember. There's a whole controversy about that one, and um, it's almost like they that one doesn't exist, even though it does, but it doesn't. Because I think in mm-hmm. one of the Japanese versions, they they recreated that one just so the real Godzilla can kill him. So mm-hmm. yeah. wow, or or battle him wow. or something. I don't know. It was I haven't watched too many of the Japanese ones. I did start. I never finished it, but I did start the original Godzilla, uh, one mm-hmm. back in the fifties. But I never got to finish mm-hmm. it. I uh, mm-hmm. just got Why distracted. I, I got mm-hmm. distracted and never, you know, got back to it. So I need to go find it, see if I can finish it. You do. I do. I do. So, and that is the most recent King Kong film. However, is the one that has a bunch of the Avengers in it. <laughs> it's got oh. Brie Larson. It has Samuel Jackson. Uh, John Goodman, who's not a Avenger, but he's in it, and um, I mean, he's kind of an Avenger in his own right, though. I mean, let's be honest. I suppose. I see you're stretching. I, I'll just give it to you. And um, who is the? <laughs> I cannot remember. Just let me have this one. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that one. I can't. Um, Tom Hiddleston. Hiddleston. Oh wow, that's like um, a good portion of him for real. Yes, he's he's the star, and I couldn't think of his name, and I wanted to say Loki, but like not Loki. What is his real name? So, yeah, <laughs> he he's the actual star of that that film, and uh, yeah, that one it was pretty good. I mean, it was definitely different than the Jack Black version, which I will admit I was not very fond of, but mm, I, I think really? be- oh, I think because it felt a bit too long to me, like it was just. It was it, pretty long. Yeah, yeah. It, it had a whole. There was a lot of there's a lot of filler content that probably could have been cut to shave off a little a bit of that seat time. But um, so I I hear you on that one. <laughs> I feel it was Peter Jackson just trying to do what he did with Kong, <laughs> like what he did with the Lord of the Rings, other than splitting mm-hmm. it. Like, hey, let's make this three movies. Like, no, let's not. So I was like, no, okay, how about not, three hours? Yeah. So I'm like, well, the whole bug scene, uh, sorry if this is a spoiler, but I don't think it, it doesn't really spoil the plot. So the whole bug scene could have been cut uh, or, or just made shorter or just cut all together would have been cool, too. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? You say spoiler. I've seen the movie, but I don't remember. So it's like <laughs> you're spoiling my memory, I guess, or my forgotten <laughs> well, memory. Well, they somehow something happens and they fall down this like canyon of sorts. And so it's dark and and wet. And so, as you can imagine, on this planet or this piece of Earth where everything is just larger than than it should be. Oh, Skull Island. Right. Yes. Yes. Skull Island. Yes. You're right. Yes. Forgot that. Whatever. So they're down (laughs) there. They fall down this canyon and as as it were on any other place on earth bugs and insects and gross creepy crawly things tend to congregate in the darkest and dankest and wettest and moistest of locations and so there's these like this horde of of and variety of bugs and critters down there and they're huge mm. huge you don't remember this 
the reason why is because I think right now I'm thinking of the Hobbit and I, and he may just like, Hey, let's reuse this for the Hobbit or rather, Hey, let's reuse this for King Kong. So I, so they're just interchangeable for me right now. And the reason also why I don't remember is because I'm the recent Kong movie is so, so like in my mind right now, because they also have big giant bugs. Now they're not, <laughs> they're not in any like deep, uh, cavernous crevices crevici crevices Crevices is probably correct crevici is acceptable though not crevici they're not any (laughs) deep deep crevices and therefore but the bugs and and creepy crawlies and all the things that will you know kill you they still exist and do their murdering and whatnot so Mm -hmm, that's kind of what i'm thinking but it's it's much more out in the open like they're out in the woods, the sun is shining, and then stab, 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 stab. So you know, Ew. I think Yikes. I can't quite remember. I just know, like, oh, I like that character, and now they're they're eaten or they're stabbed. So yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know why we're talking about this, and I think we should stop because now I'm getting <laughs> itchy and feeling gross. Because all I can remember is this dang scene that lasted way too long and as far as I can remember didn't actually serve the plot uh and or help it move forward in any way so whatever like with with that all of that said I will say that I do recommend also this Kong movie which I think is actually called Skull Island uh because again that's that's part of the mythos Mm -hmm. of King Kong that's where he's from Mm -hmm. and everything Mm -hmm. grows big Mm -hmm. um side note King Kong is not at his full size in that movie. But in this coming movie, he has grown up to the size he is supposed to be, which is either equal to that or a little bit bigger than Godzilla. So what is he? What kind of size is he in the beginning? In the Skull Island movie that I've seen, that takes place in the 70s, where this movie that's coming out next couple weeks is now, like currently. Okay. All right. Okay, I hear you. Mm-hmm. So, so that's that's a little little fact or a little nugget. I mean, he's still huge. Don't get me wrong; he's mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. knocking helicopters out of the sky. Like he literally does mm-hmm. that in the movie, and it's of course some fantastic scenes, great cinematography. So, mm-hmm. I I do recommend checking out. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. I could check real quick, but um, I I recommend watching it and enjoying it because mm-hmm. I I really I was I was not expecting it to be as good as it was. I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. I, I left, you know, nice. in the left the theater stomping all around like, ah, ha ha. Not that that's what he does, but <laughs> just made you feel good. Um, it's on HBO Max. So go, nice. Go nice, check it out. nice. Which makes sense because they're all Warner Brothers. Uh, they probably should have both Godzilla movies on there. So, yeah, definitely go go take a look. But that's also not what I, we, I don't know, again, how we got down that path because I needed to tell you and I forgot to tell you last episode and I told you like the last time we talked, like we have to talk about St. Patrick's Day in Boston, even though we did that several episodes ago. I said I was going to give you a recap of that. Mm-hmm, I didn't mm-hmm. quite remember. So, um, but part of the reason, and we'll get to that, the other reason why I needed to bring it up, but um, my adventures in St. On St. Patrick's Day in Boston, were mm, in a word terrifying. 
No, no. Oh that's, no. <laughs> that's that's too it's not terrifying because it'll make it seem like I was I didn't enjoy myself. And at times I didn't, but I was with good company. Like I was with my good friend Jenny, who mm-hmm. currently lives in or around Boston. I'm not sure if she's in the city proper, but uh we went out. I think she yeah, she was living out there. So she had me come out there to hang out with her for St. Patrick's Day, which was very, very chilly, mm-hmm. chillier than I expected. And I ended up having to buy a scarf because I did not have one. And mm-hmm. now that a is little like nippy. A, a little nippy. And I have a keepsake now of this green. I think it's a Celtics. I think it says Celtics on it. No, it just says Boston. Either way, I have this and it's kind of short, too. It's not a very big scarf or, or a long one I have a much better one but anyway it's a keepsake and what i did not like about it as you, we you and i we're both introverts so we like you know so so much people like just like just enough i'm like okay it's enough peopling that's that's enough mm-hmm. but yes this is basically an excuse for bostonians to go in the streets and be drunk for a while and temperature does not bother them and then they're having mm-hmm. a, I guess, a parade. It's a loose term to describe what was happening. And once you get swept up in the streets with mass amounts of people who are, <laughs> and I'm assuming they're saying words. I'm not really sure, but I was cold. And then we had to take um, shelter in like a some of the establishments that were actually open, like a pizza parlor. So we went there. Do I still call them pizza parlors? Anyway, we went to go stop because we were also hungry because, again, introvert and all of these people all around me. I needed to get some food to help me get through the rest of the day because I'm like, oh, we made it so far. How do we get back? Refuel. Yeah. Oh, it was exhausting. And meanwhile, (laughs) I'm also like cursing the heavens or rather not necessarily the heavens per se, but the people who are like on the rooftops of buildings looking down at us. I'm like, why can't I be there? I wish I was there and not down here with the dregs of the Bostonians down here and he's like a commoner or something. I don't know. I did not enjoy that part of the experience. And then trying to get back to find, was it a, no, we took the train. No, we got an Uber there and then we took a train back, but we couldn't find the train station. So it was a whole lot of wandering around. And this is after, you know, the, the crowds have died down. So we're trying to just find warmth and a train station. So it, it was an adventure. Going through Boston. That was a very short version of that story. You can find the more extended version when it was much more fresh in my mind. Going back to the episode called uh, Daddy's Dairy. And I know this because the, ho- <laughs> <laughs> the hotel that I stayed at was across the street from this one lone ice cream parlor. And I do know that that people still use that term. But it was this mm-hmm. one lone ice cream place called Daddy's Dairy. And it just seems so bizarre. It just that mm-hmm. was the only thing there. So <laughs> also the title is a little, little, little crazy. Yeah, a little, little sketch. And then I, I did go in because like uh, in the chat group I was in, they were like, you have to go over there just to see, like to make sure that, you know, it's it, they're actually selling ice cream over there. And it's not like some drug front or some, I don't know, prostitution ring or something and whatever. So I did go and yeah, there were mostly young women working there, but they did have ice cream, which I did have. And unfortunately, I did not have my Sensodyne with me because I am 97 years old and my teeth are super sensitive when it comes to cold things. And then I had a toothache for the rest oh. of the night. 
Oh no. Well, that that sucks. It sucks, but the ice cream was good. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good, I guess. Mm-hmm. Now, as for the hotel I stayed in, or rather motel, I think it's motel, hotel, motel six. That's what it's called, right? Let me check real just make sure yes it is it is okay yes stayed out of motel six and i i think this was my first time staying there and i was kind of uh just booked it because it was inexpensive and i never really stayed at one before but apparently mm-hmm. i guess they're all pretty uniform and all pretty just the mm-hmm. basics of basics yeah but, yeah real but, basic right but there was just something off about it like like the walls were freshly painted, the furniture looked like it was brand new, and I was just convinced. Ooh, wait, what? Yeah, that's. I, I don't I know was, that. I, did you tell me this word? I I don't know if I went into detail, but everything seemed new, and I'm like, you know what? Somebody was murdered here. That's probably what it is. Obviously, that's what I was thinking. These these walls are too white. Um, the things just seemed because compared to the outside, like just the, uh, I almost want to call it the catwalk, but like walking up to the, uh, <laughs> to your room and everything the and the, the sidewalk though, the walk that, cause I was on the second floor and, mm. um, Oh, and the, the fact that there just was the like walkway then. the walkway, there were like two or three locks on my door. So Ooh. yeah, I mean, cause I'm I really think, glad you made it out of there, buddy. Cause it, it was, it was an adventure. It's pretty sketch. I had that adventure and then I also had the adventure in Boston. So like it was, Uh it was a fun filled weekend for sure. (laughs) St. Patrick's day. I will soon never forget. So, (laughs) so it was, it was quite the time, but the thing that got me, uh, which, and I still stayed there despite this happening was, I think Mm -hmm. I may have been watching food network. I just remember Guy Fieri stuffing his face with some who knows what. And, Uh I go off to the bathroom and I just do this every time I go to a hotel for the first time, just do a quick inspection, just check a look around see what yeah. everything's going on. And I go mm-hmm. in the bathroom, look around, see that, Oh good. I have a bar of soap and a towel. Great for fantastic. And you know, this little one by one bathroom. So that's great. Mm-hmm. So come back out. And I noticed that guy Fury is no longer on television. Instead, it's some, I don't know, Republican person uh, on Fox News. I'm like, I did not change the channel to Fox News. I would never change the channel to Fox News. So I'm convinced on that day that um, there was a old Republican ghost in my room that decided like, (laughs) ah, finally someone came in the room so I can go back to watching my um, (laughs) right-leaning news network. That's amazing. <laughs> so yeah, that's I'm I'm convinced I I didn't meet said ghost, but I just know Aww. that you know I have so many questions for him or her. Probably a I don't know. Could be it could be anybody. Could have been. I mean, it could have been a woman. I'm, I'm just assuming mm-hmm. it was an old balding man or balded mm-hmm. since you know mm-hmm. he's passed on. So I don't think he's still uh, right. Boom. So past tense um and just i don't know i don't know how he felt about uh, a black person being there <laughs> in in his room well he just wanted your tv at that point i think supposedly or, or maybe, maybe i don't know maybe that's what he was watching before he got murdered or while he was getting murdered Ooh. i don't know 
Probably wild. That's just that just makes sense. It's poetic, you know. Yeah, upset that he didn't finish that episode of Hannity, but whatever. Uh-huh. It's all. It's all. Yeah. Just, it yeah. is what it is. It is what it is. So say all that just to lead into um, a little bit of a spookums, even though that wasn't all that spooky, but was my brief uh, interaction with the. The other no, side. The other side, yes. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Our good friend Birdo uh, shared with us. A- again, I'm, I'm pulling out things that when we were on hiatus, I forgot to talk about, like when we came back. Mm-hmm. And he had told us that I believe he, he even gave us like some kind of photographic, not evidence, but just showing us as he told a story to us, which I should try to bring up real quick. Uh, the only thing I didn't have prepared, <laughs> aside from my whole... Um, stories about um hitchhiker's guides to the galaxy and king kong and how we got from that movie to this movie but yes he told us a story that uh <laughs> we'll just say that an auntie came to visit him and mm-hmm, his mm-hmm. his message to us goes like this i think i had a paranormal experience today was in the living room watching a movie because i couldn't sleep there's a lamp directly behind the sofa. Sometime after 5.30 a.m., the lamp gradually turned itself on. I could feel like there was someone standing behind me, but no one was there. So, hmm. oh, and further notation is that uh, it only does that fade on off when you hit the on on the remote, but that turns <laughs> on three other living room lamps. That one does not turn on without the others turning on top. Mm-hmm. I can understand. I have one of these in my room as well. And mm-hmm. um, well, something similar, I believe in. Yeah. Cause he showed us a picture of what it looked like. And he said it was because um, we asked him about what movie he was watching. And he said, oddly enough, it was a movie called Juliet of the spirits, which I still have not mm-hmm. investigated and looked into. Uh, but he Me felt either. that he felt that his house ghost uh, uh-huh. subscribes to the turn the lights on you'll hurt your eyes theory uh-huh so that, that yes that lets us know that yes that this this isn't of the older generation and and a bit and a benevolent spirit too one that's like you know trying to keep you from Looking having to for him. right yeah. Yeah. I love it. so we we definitely do appreciate when when uh you share your your st- your stories with us so Again, in dupe, pod at gmail.com should you want to share any paranormal activity that has, or activities. I really want to say Activia, but. <laughs> but we are not sponsored by Activia this time, or are we? Um, we aren't. That is a great segue for an ad which we'll take, and then we do have other sponsors, but we'll take a quick break because we do have some kind of sponsor. Don't know who, but we'll return to do podcast. The Indu podcast. It's that time of year again. Some festive holiday could be anniversary. Sure. Why not a night socializing with friends? Absolutely. Bring the class, share a wink, pour a glass of wine from wink your monthly online wine subscription. Try a box on me by going to j.mp slash wink in dube. 
all one word, and take a survey to determine your flavor profile, and you'll get up to four quality wine selections tailored to your taste. Wine not to your liking? Try something else. Not ready for the next month's shipment? No problem. Need more right away? Lush. I jest. Wine acquisition has never been easier, so give a try on me. J.mp slash W-I-N-C I-N-D-O-O-B because anytime can be wine time. And welcome back to Hindu Podcast. And um, oh my God, I had a brain fart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because the ad we had, I mean, it was, it was mind-blowing, that, that particular ad, even though I've heard it before, but still, just like, wow. So I think we're going to get into word watch because it's just about that time. Word watch. I was going to use a word that Courtney, I recall telling you about uh, just the other day. And I did some further research and, um, oh man, I have to see how to, how to use this word. Uh, I noticed that forsooth, I, no, I can't even use it right. The word I want to use is forsooth, forsooth. It means indeed often used ironically or to express surprise or indignation. So mm. I first fancy word. Forsooth. I know for sooth. I love that. I was hoping it meant something like seeing the future, like soothsayer, but mm. it's not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But for sooth. And I've looked, I was looking at the examples like forsooth. I believed you were telling the truth from the beginning. So like, indeed, <laughs> but I it almost sounds I like, like sarcasm. That. Right. It is very fancy, but like in a, shoving it in your face type of fancy like mm-hmm. like when you get that stimmy for 1400 and you're just like you go to burger king and you're like i want the throne you know right. like that's <laughs> what that's what that you know word, word kind of reminds me of honestly i'll just say i saw that tweet too i <laughs> know <laughs> <No>, you didn't <laughs> uh there were uh quite a few of those that i just absolutely loved uh, another example kayla noticed that forsooth he was studying for the test. So it does sound like it's not necessarily sarcastic, but I'm it still... could totally be taken sarcastically or even said in a sarcastic manner, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I do just want to say it once. And I think maybe, well, yeah, I'll just say it the one time because I don't, I don't want to be slapped with an explicit uh, label on this episode. Mm-hmm. But I, I did tell a a tiny little fib to you because i I didn't do my full research on the what yeah on on the on the word that i wanted to use uh Mm -hmm. after watching the fantastic film from steve alexander wait steve alexander steve mcqueen wow what am i thinking of (laughs) um yeah the director steve mcqueen uh mangrove there is okay. so much vernacular in that movie that I, I loved and clung to. And now, like, w- whenever I'm just upset with someone, I will tell them to, uh, oh, man, I, I'm already misquoting it, but get out of me eyeball range. So I just, I just <laughs> love it. But it works better if you have a Jamaican accent. And sure, uh, sure. The, uh, the, the other term, I'm only going to say this one time, is uh, skunt. 
And that is a derogatory term. <laughs> I had to do uh -huh. a further research and I'm like, oh, and yes, it is a combination of a couple words that you think that it might sound like. So yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. As, it's as a beautiful we, word though. It, it, it truly is. Like it just, it fits in so many things. And um, <laughs> that's what they said. <laughs> I, it, I felt like you hiding your face as you that, that kind of just escaped from you. Um, escaped from me, yes. Yeah. That's exactly what happened. I tried to suppress it, and I and I couldn't. You know. Sorry, children. Don't don't worry about any of that. And don't it's ask nothing. your parents. It it's means nothing. nothing. It's nothing. Look look at the birds outside. Look at the destruction. Oh, it's, it is. Look at the flowers. Oh no, not that one. Uh, so many, so many, I'm not going to, if you don't know that reference, I'm so not going to ruin it for you because it's a, it's a downer, a baby downer. Oh. Um, yeah. Anywho. Yeah. Either, either way. Look, look at the distraction back. over there. Right. Yeah. Bring it back. Bring it back. Um, forsooth is the word and, uh, we're moving on to Sheboygan news. Good morning, Sheboygan. And the fact that I don't have any. But once again, dear listener, Darren Dubian, I welcome your submissions, not necessarily for news, but I have on, I think at least three times now, someone has sent me something like a, a picture of <laughs> something that says Sheboygan on it. So it, it, it warms the cockles of my heart to know that you think of me <laughs> whenever Sheboygan is like mentioned or shown again, shout out to Birdo, shout out to our good friend, Ariel. Um, and I think even my mother. Also, <laughs> <laughs> understands uh, your connection, right? Ashley too, because she <laughs> was working for a company that I think their home office was in Sheboygan, so she found what? that to be delightful and liked to tell me about it. So yes, <laughs> so I do welcome you to send me like your like if it's mail, you don't necessarily need to send me that. I don't need to see that, like unless you know you're you're like. Ari and you kind of cover up the address or, or the, the, the pertinent sensitive information just to show me that like, mm -hmm. it's from Sheboygan. Uh, but you know, it's all, it's all good. Or, or if you happen to wear any of the merchandise plot or, plot or mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I heard or twice on my end. Maybe there's the delay, but it said I heard or, or like, Oh yeah. I said it twice. I was, I was another, okay. Okay. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. That, that was me being Please excited. Continue. Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll just I'll just retake it again. Or or um, okay. uh, you can purchase <laughs> merchandise such as uh, Good Morning Sheboygan t-shirts or tank tops or mugs, whatever, and take pictures of those with you either wearing it, holding it, what have you. And I will gladly share that as well. And I thank you and appreciate you. Not just the Sheboygan, but anything from the Indube store. And I am also sad to announce that a few things have been taken off the store, which I'm aware of, no. hardened by, um, one of which <laughs> I know only one person has a, I almost said a copy, but they have a blurred shirt that is in the style of Harry Potter. And Warner Brothers was like, mm -mm, we don't like that. And they took that away. They also took away my Seinfeld t-shirt, which just has the names of just the first names of the characters. And they're like, mm -mm, we don't wow. like that. And they took that off. Oh, that stinks. Yeah, I'm a little, a little sad. 
And then they took yeah, today, they took one off the, the church store. And I'm trying to remember which one it was. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, I can see them taking that one. It, it was the one where I put uh, the church <laughs> logo in the Batman symbol. So they're like, uh, uh-uh. no, gotcha. they, what I don't need them to do is look further and see that there's one, <laughs> <laughs> there's one for Wonder Woman as well. But I think that one is customized enough that they might be like, mm, whatever, you can keep it. And also for Superman, other than still got the the shield, but it's not an S in the middle. Again, it's the church logo. So, mm-hmm. so we'll we'll see. Uh, I'm, I did a Captain Marvel one too, but hmm, we'll see. And I was trying not to use that phrase because that is my favorite phrase from our good friends Megasheen. That is like whenever they give a a news bit about something that they're a little skeptical about mm-hmm. you can just kind of hear it when they say mm, we'll see <laughs> and i absolutely I love, love it. it yes that is yeah. that is that is something to take a drink to anytime you hear them say we'll see or 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 it's like one of those things like it's not a a real megasheen episode if no one says it at all so ah gotcha they must just they, they, those are their off episodes right their filler episodes it probably probably so <laughs> mm-hmm. it, they should get it trademarked so like it's like megasheen dot 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 we'll see tm so. <laughs> you need so, to tell them that if you haven't already i, I should I, I i keep meaning to every time i listen to their episode and i've got one like sitting in reserve waiting to be listened to and i'll probably mm-hmm. do that tomorrow and i'm going to wait to see if they say it and if they don't then i'm going to yell at them because they have no idea that I'm talking about them right now. That I'm <laughs> waiting to see if they'll say, mm-hmm. we'll see. So we'll see. Uh, and now I owe them royalties. Roll credits. <laughs> uh, but let's see. We This episode is brought to you by, I forgot I did have another sponsor, uh, by the Notion app. And I want to give a shout out to Southern Cynic for recommending that app to me. I'm giving that a try as I keep notes for this episode, as I actually did some pre- preparation ahead of time, other than like the first like <laughs> chunk of the episode. All of that was not scripted whatsoever. I mean, the show normally isn't. I just have little talking points. But mm-hmm. the Notion app, which works seamlessly between my my phone, whether that be an Android or iPhone, I may or, or may or I may or may not have both, but it works also with your <laughs> uh, desktop computer that you can browse and have a whole keyboard and everything. So it works interchangeably and flawlessly, seamlessly. Get the Notion app today for free on your device of choice. And then if you want more people, you have to pay for that. But whatever, it's all good. And mm-hmm. what, I, what I do like about it, though, is that I can actually put like whole entire web pages and I can just click on it. And rather than go to said website and have to worry about the loading and the ads and blah, 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 and I can just get to where I need to get to mm-hmm. and read all that good stuff. Nice. So uh, I do want to throw in one space, space. story, but... I need you to choose. Do you want to know about scientists that want to send 335 million seed sperm and egg samples to the moon? Or or do you want to know about uh, astronomers amazed to find a supermassive black hole wandering aimlessly through space? Oh, my goodness. So they're very both... um... 
very intriguing to me. I saw the, the one about unloading the sperm on the moon today. Um, can we save the other one for later? Because I actually want to know about both. I, I need I need to know about both. <laughs> It's funny. I don't both, understand. <laughs> both of them actually did come out today, that, and I just like ah, did a random okay. space search because I was looking for something else. Like I had a, an article that had other articles attached to it, and I, I couldn't find it. Like they didn't have those articles anymore. I was like, ah, I need fresh space news because like this article is mm-hmm. already old anyway. Um, and I was tired of talking about of. Uh, oh my goodness! Why do I always struggle trying to remember how to say this name correctly? Amoy Moy? No. Yeah, meow. Amu Amu Amua. There it is. Amu Amua. Right. <laughs> I'm meow meow. But no, Amu Amua. Yes, because Amu Amua is long gone, floating away, and never to be seen from again. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is another one, another space object called Bora Borasov or something. I don't know. I was bored, so I moved on. So which one? Again. The first one with the sperm on the moon. <laughs> of course. Why is it that the sperm, the one that like? That's the triggering like sperm I need to learn about. Anyway, scientists are pulling inspiration from Noah's Ark in a new lunar proposal they call a global insurance policy. They hope to send an ark to the moon filled with 335 million sperm and egg samples in case a catastrophe happens on Earth. Instead of two of every animal, the solar-powered moon ark would cryogenically store frozen seed, spore, sperm, and egg samples. Good Lord, that's alliteration. (laughs) to a T from some a nightmare. Six, yeah. And I wasn't, Oh wow. I wasn't done. Okay. Let me try that again. Uh, the solar powered moon arc would cry cryogenically store frozen seeds, spore, sperm, and egg samples from some 6.7 million earth species. Whew. <laughs> uh, shout, not shout out, but um, audible or I don't know. Calm. Would you like to hire me? I'm pretty good at cold reads. Come on. <laughs> University of Arizona researcher Jekin Thanga and a group of his students proposed the concept in a paper presented during the IEEE Aerospace Conference this week. Earth is naturally a volatile, entire, volatile, volatile environment. Thanga, a professor of aerospace and mechanical engine. Okay, aer- uh, Audible, forget that part. I, I didn't stumble over there. That was. Uh, 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 As humans, we had a close call about 75,000 years ago with the Toba supervolcanic eruption. I remember that, which caused a (laughs) thousand year cooling period. And according to some, aligns with an estimated drop in human diversity because human civilization has such a large footprint. If it were to collapse, that could cause a negative cascading effect on the rest of the planet. Thanga highlighted uh, climate change is the main concern, especially in its con- contributions to rising sea levels, a deadly global pandemic, and large-scale nuclear war are two other major possibilities that doomsday clock researchers cite for catastrophic disasters. And we're not close to any of those whatsoever. We're good. We're fine. Um, and hold on. Let me scroll through because like I already said, this is something I have not read previously. And... Um, Mm-mm-mm. Oh, pictures. <laughs> the idea is to store the arc within a network of lava tubes, about 200 of which were discovered beneath the moon's surface in 2013. They formed billions of years ago when underground lava streams formed massive caverns, crevices, more than 300 feet in diameter. 
These tubes have uh, remained untouched for three to four billion years, and scientists suggest that they could provide much needed protection from the solar radiation, meteors, or temperature changes on the surface. While the moon is not hospitable to humans, its harsh features make it a great place to store samples that need to stay very cold and undisturbed for hundreds of years at a time. Um, there's pictures of uh, the team's model for the underground arc. Mm -hmm. that includes solar panels and at least two elevator shafts. And, you know, it kind of looks like your, your typical moon base. And... Um, all right, this last chunk here is about based on some quick back-of-the-envelope calculations. Thanga said the transporting about 50 samples from each of the 6.7 million species, totaling 335 million samples, would take about 250 rocket launches. That's over six times more than it took to build the International Space Station, which required 40 rocket launches. It's not crazy big, Thanga said. It, I, mm -hmm. <laughs> in my mind, I'm thinking that's a lot of rocket launches, but okay. Right. He continues, we were a little bit surprised about that. The team's proposal for the ARC includes solar panels on the moon's surface for electricity, elevator shafts down into the facility, and dishes housed in cryogenic preservation modules. The seeds must be cooled to minus 92 degrees Fahrenheit. That's cold. And cells to minus 320 degrees Fahrenheit. Cold, okay. Mm -hmm. For reference, the, oh, great, because I was wondering, I'm wondering COVID factor into this and the sentence for reference the pfizer covid19 vaccine is stored at minus 94 degrees fahrenheit oh wow yeah um oops scrolled up to back to the pictures okay mm -mm -mm. temperatures that cold would likely freeze metal so the team has introduced a type of floating shelf made of cryo-cooled superconductor material and powered by quantum levitation using a powerful magnet I need a video of this immediately. Mm, me too. I want to <sighs> see all this in action. <laughs> True. It's like they locked in place by strings, but invisible strings, Thanga said. When you get to cryogenic temperatures, strange things happen. Some of it just looks like magic, but it is based on tried and laboratory tested physics, physics principles at the edge of our understanding. They also suggest robots navigate the facility on magnetic tracks, like Amazon. Obviously, mm -hmm. a lot... <laughs> Of research is still needed, including the effects of a lack of gravity on the seeds and the plan for communication with Earth. What amazes me about projects like this is that they make me feel like we are getting closer to becoming a space civilization and to a not very distant future where humankind will have bases on the moon and Mars, said Alvaro Diaz Flores Quimanero, uh, a University of Arizona doctoral student leading the thermal analysis for the project. Multidisciplinary projects are hard due to their complexity, but I think that the same complexity is what makes them beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's so will, poetic. It is. It is. I will post that link on our show notes so you can read all the stuff that I skipped and see other pretty pictures, which I think some of these pictures are links to other stories, but that's okay because they're there. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I guess we won't be able to see this happening for a little while, but I have seen video of, I think this uh, quantum freezing thing that they were talking about. And I have wow. to see if I can find that and send that to you if I can, if I can find it, but I would love to see it. I will do my research and try to find it. Um, me, 
run and get my phone because it's time for your Black History fact. Black History. Black History. Black History. Black History. Facts. After much, much waiting, we are finally going to give you the quick story. Uh, well, I don't want to say quick as in like, there's not a lot to talk about, but the story of the newest senator for Georgia, the first black senator, mm-hmm. Raphael Warnock, because we've been teasing him for like all year. Not teasing like, yes. ah, you're a senator, but no, meaning that like we're finally going to talk about him. So... um. Let's see. He was born July 23rd, 1969, as he is an American pastor and politician. He's a junior senator from Georgia, as we all mentioned. Now, let's skip ahead to the part that I found interesting. Let's see. In the 90s, Warnock served as youth pastor and then assistant pastor for Abyssinian Baptist Church in New York. A While Warnock was pastor at, the, at that church, he declined to hire work Fair recipients as part of the organized opposition to then Mayor Rudy Giuliani's workfare program. That's not what I wanted to read. Skipping ahead a little bit more. See, I took notes, but I didn't really take notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what do you need to know? He was a great guy. He uh, worked with people like Barack Obama. He actually did a climate change um interfaith meeting at his church with Al Gore. Um, he's very progressive for being mm-hmm. like in a, in a Baptist mm-hmm. uh, black Southern church, Southern black church. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause there's a lot of things that even other church um, not church other. Yeah. Other people within the ministry are like, um, you, are you sure you want to do that? Are you sure you're for abortion rights and gay marriage? Right. And Planned Parenthood. Right. Um, he opposes concealed carry. And um, called for the passage of the John Lewis Voting Rights Act, which, I mean, makes sense. Yeah, just, uh, oh, yeah, big support of the Affordable Care Act. So he's already doing things, great things, and he just started. So he's definitely one to watch and to continue to support. And uh, I'm excited, happy for him. Glad to see what, what he does next. Me too. Very glad that he's on the scene. Looking forward to what he's going to do next and just hopeful, just just hopeful for what he and Ossoff, um, the other state senator, represent. And just uh, I, I'm happy to see them, happy that they're representing the state and the South ultimately. Mm, um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, good stuff. Great stuff. Great stuff indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, before we close out, I do have some breaking news. I'm so sorry. I forgot. Can you give me some breaking news? Sure. Movie pass. Yes. Remember oh, movie pass. Yes. <laughs> Let me hear about it. I saw something online about this. So please inform us. What's, what's this all about? What's I don't happening? have, I really don't have much to inform other than the fact that their oh. website is up and running and counting down. Something is happening in five days. I don't Ooh. know what, but <laughs> <laughs> I can under, tell you are frustrated about it. I am. Cause I was, again, as I was getting news articles ready, this one crossed the timeline. I'm like, what movie pass? Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. I thought you guys, you know, fizzled out and died, but no, apparently not. They are still 
doing something and we'll find out what that something is in five days. So Ooh. Uh, I guess we'll have a follow-up in the next episode, but as for right now, as of again, breaking the wall here, it is the 16th that we are recording of March. And uh, like I said, the Ides of March, kind of, kind of yeah. the 15th, but yeah, mm-hmm. whatever, who's counting. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm really, really curious. Cause I thought they were gone with the wind. <laughs> movie reference but um they are no longer they're they're doing something and it's moviepass.ventures if you ever want to like if you want to go and check it out i went on an actual desktop computer like let me try it again now see if it changed because it came up like it was supposed to be on a mobile screen and i'm like um what's happening so and i, I don't really know i have no idea it could be nothing Oh, okay. Now it looks like a regular screen again. Five days and 14 hours from now. And they have a contact button so you can mail them. And maybe I send them an email. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh, it also says movie pass TM. The movie is about to start, period. Five days and 14 hours. I just have so many questions. I, I need to know what, what's going on. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know either, and I'm very curious, and I, 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 I have the same, probably the same questions, so <laughs> maybe it's a press conference that they're doing in five hours. I, I don't know, and then it, they, like, movie pass man comes out, and, like, I'm Iron Man, and then just, it starts, a, I have no idea. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've run out. I've run out. Do you have any shout-outs, any recommendations, anything of that nature that you'd like to share with good people? Um, just remember to wash your hands um, for 20 seconds, wear your masks, get vaccinated, and then continue to wear your masks. And, you know, we're still in this thing. We are still in it together, this pandemic. So please don't drop your guard just yet. We're so close to finishing this race or at least getting closer to the finish line. So please, please don't. Let the time that has passed get to you. Don't don't um, let up on all your precautions because hopefully they have worked for you as they have worked for me and mine. And just be kind to each other. Everybody's going through something. Most times you'll, you'll never know about it. Just be kind to one another. You never know what kind of sunshine or light or encouragement you might bring to them. That was beautiful. Thank you. That happens every now and then. Mm. Like the first chunk mm-hmm. of that was like, like, are you stealing the PSA? Mine? Yeah, because I I have that my my closing, but I don't have anything nearly as poetic. Um, <laughs> but it was that was very lovely. I'm touched. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> well, you can follow me and all things that, and I had to you know kind of just break the that that the, that sensitivity right. <laughs> That the softness and delicate, uh-huh. delicateness, uh-huh. um, <laughs> wipe away the tears and whatnot, and the flowers. <laughs> rawr, rawr. This is me clawing through Godzilla. Rawr. Okay, <laughs> I don't want to get you know copyrighted, suited or something. I don't. Whatever. Follow me on all things at Indub. Go to Indub.com. Tell someone you value that you value them. Live without regrets and live for the folks you love. Please wash your legs, your face, the bottoms of your feet, the undersides of your dishes. And as Courtney already said, get vaccinated and wear your mask. Yes. Two, if you want, like I do. Be cool like me. Wear two masks. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they could be the, the same like color. It doesn't matter. Whatever. 
<laughs> or you can get one of my masks from you know the store, my store, and then wear another mask under it so you can show people the mask that you bought from my store outside of it. See, that's mm-hmm. just you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I've been your benevolent host, T. Sterling Watson. And remember, if the world didn't suck, we'd all fall off. No! That was Godzilla. Thanks for listening to the Indu Podcast, which was recorded from the south side of Wakanda in Little New Indubia on the corner of Tachaka and MLK Drive and is part of the Indube Network. Want more Indube? Follow on Instagram and Twitter at Indube and on Facebook at Pod. You can contact us and send Ask Indube questions by emailing indubepod at gmail.com. Want to support or donate? Find the T Public Store or become a patron on Patreon where subscribing gives you perks and extra things from the Indube Network. Please subscribe, rate, comment, and share the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, YouTube, Podbean, and wherever else podcasts are found. And of course, visit Indube.com for all of this and much more. Thank you so much for letting us entertain, enlighten, and provide an auditory escape with knowledge and nonsense. Until next time. Catching you. That was some impression. <laughs> mm. He's got those different vocal points that he hits, and he I does. can't quite do that with my mm-hmm. human um, vocal chords. Range. Range, right? I don't mm-hmm. have the range that Godzilla has. I understand. Not many do, so I right. get it. Or the atomic breath, which I don't want to have, but you know, no, it's, it's like the ultimate dragon breath. Nobody actually wants that. No, no, but it's it's very cool to watch. So again, it's highly recommended you watch those movies if you haven't already. Yes, sir. I haven't. Okay, well. (laughs) I have not. HBO Max. This is brought to you by HBO Max. Use your words, Chief. (laughs) Good boy. This has been another 3SFX production. Hey there, friend. Enjoying this podcast production? I bet you're sweet, buttery face you are. I bet you're also thinking, how can I support this show and look awesome doing it? Aside from telling your best pal and all their kin, you can head over to Indube.com and two clicks later, after hitting the store tab, you'll find yourself with several fun and fancy swag brought to you by the fine folks at the Indube Network and Public. If you're a fan of Indube, Food Fight, or anything under the Indubian sun, you can find it plastered on mugs, hoodies, pillows, cases, bags, and of course, t-shirts. Hurry on over now and you may catch a sale with all tees 30% off. Seriously, they have sales like every other week. So head on over to Indube.com or tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-P-U-B-L-I-C dot C-O-M and type Indube in the search bar and continue to pod with the best.